Sport on on SAFM. Okay, how time flies, eh? Anyway, we're going to go over to France now. Let's just get reaction from them after that courageous uh, performance that saw them reach a second successive World Cup final. That is not easy. That's why only two teams have ever defended a World Cup in Italy in the th- 30s and Brazil in the 1960s, 60 years ago, the last time they defended. So it was always going to be a mountain to climb for France. But they did go almost all the way. And Jeremy Smith, French football writer, joins us on the line. Good evening, uh, Jeremy. Thanks again for taking our call here in South Africa. Thanks very much for having me. Um, How is the mood in France after that defeat last night? Uh, it's pretty pretty deflated, pretty depressed, but I think also um, real pride in, in how the how the team performed to get to the final, how they eventually performed in the final, although it took them a little while, and even maybe sort of cautious optimism for the future because um, the the kind of revolt of, of um, the performance yesterday after the sort of 75, 80 minute mark was led by a lot of the, the younger players in the squad. So it shows that there's some some character, some battling spirit, as well as some talent there. And hopefully that, that bodes well for the future. Yeah, but why did they get off to such a slow start in that final? I mean, they only came alive in the last 10, 11 minutes or so. <clears throat> it's very strange. I mean, it was so bad that I do wonder whether more will come out in the next few days about the the virus that affected certain players in the lead up to the well in the last week or so and whether maybe it affected more players than than we knew about um you've got to give argentina credit i mean you know france have got a bit of a sort of patched up team in that obviously they they had to deal with a lot of injuries there were certain players who were not first choice there are other players playing out of position and maybe with hindsight, it just shows how they how well they did to get this far. Because, you know, you can argue that finally, when they met a really quality team in Argentina, um, that team was able to exploit those weaknesses that others weren't. And frankly, they were beaten by the better team. I think also to be fair, Argentina, we know about their sort of gamesmanship and the, you know, the nasty kicks when the referee isn't looking and the over physicality. I'm not 100 percent sure that France were given the right levels of protection by the referee. I think that helped as well. So, uh, yeah, I guess a, a mixture of all those things and maybe the occasion getting to certain players. I don't know. Um, it seems strange because those that underperformed were arguably the ones that, that were there four years ago and so should have been more sort of more calm and more familiar with the atmosphere than others. But, um, yeah, it just it, it was very strange to see the first, certainly the first half and, frankly, the first half, first 80 minutes. And, and it seemed like there only one team had turned up. And do you think those, those, those two changes in the first half were justified? Yeah, I think they were. Um, I mean, Giroud, I think, had just run himself into the ground during the tournament. And so there was already talk beforehand that he might not have started. Um, I think that on both flanks, basically, I think France needed a lot more support for their fullbacks. So Mbappe never defends. So it made sense to push him into the centre and bring on Turam, who was going to give a little bit more strength and support on the left wing. And then on the right wing, Kunde was being overrun by Di Maria and Dembele never does any defending either. And he was doing absolutely nothing going forward either. So 
I think tactically it made sense to to try to change something. And I suppose ultimately those changes did make a difference. It, it took a half hour or so, but I think they did bear fruit. It's just a shame. I don't, to be honest, I feel no sympathy for them. Bele, who I think was lucky to still be in the first team. But you know, if that was Giroud's last appearance on the international stage, I feel a little sorry for him that, that that's how it ended. Got a full story for Mbappe also. I mean, he might not defend, but he still went on and scored the first World Cup hat- World Cup final hat-trick since 1966 and finished as top scorer with eight goals, but still ended up on the losing side. I mean, how special is he to French football? How do you describe his impact in this French side? He's extremely special. I think that, um, you know, in many ways, he didn't have a great World Cup in that I can't think of any matches where he sort of you know, shows great quality from minute one to minute 90. Yet he was still involved in, I think it's, I think France scored 15 goals maybe, and he was involved in 13 of them. So it shows how important he is. Um, you know, he is a, sometimes the, the comparisons with Messi are a bit silly because Messi is a playmaker. He's involved in everything. And Bappe is a finisher. So you can't expect him to be involved Um absolutely throughout a match he does rely on a little bit of service and and um you know the ball coming to him but he's so effective when he gets the ball that um he's a difference maker you need the Griezmanns who are controlling things behind you need a defense to to make sure that um you're not conceding too many but if you can get the ball to him you know that he's going to do something special and create at least one chance from nothing every match and um that's what it proves obviously yesterday it was two penalties but he showed amazing sort of calm under pressure to to score them in, in such a tense situation. And then the, the middle goal is a perfect example. He relied on Komen to win the ball off Messi and um, relied on, on Rabiot and Turam to, to keep the move going. But what a finish that, that, you know, half volley as he fell on the edge of the area, just fantastic. And there's not many players in world football who can do that. Yeah, hit with great power too. Eh? No chance for Emi Martinez there. And now as we look forward, um, Jeremy, the future of the coach now um, obviously could be a subject of discussion. I actually think even before the final, he was asked about his future. He's been in charge, I think, since 2012, has reached two World Cup finals, obviously doing a lot right. But is there a call for change back in France? <laughs> There's always a call for change amongst certain people. And everyone knows that Zidane is waiting to, oh. to take over as France coach. And he has a very strong lobby behind him in the media. But... It's difficult if Deschamps wants to stay, it's difficult to argue against him. You know, as you said, two straight World Cup finals, which barely ever happens. They've reached three of the last four major tournament finals. Um, you know, the, the two defeats, um, sorry, not the two defeats, but the, well, the defeat in this tournament and then even in the last Euro where they didn't get to the final were only on penalties. So his his record in major tournaments is brilliant. And he's also shown that he can sort of have a turnover of generations. He's bringing through youngsters. It's not that he's, you know, just worked with the same team for those 10 years. There's players who've dropped out of squads, new ones who've come in, who've become regulars. So I think he's shown, and yesterday also he's shown his, he showed his tactical now, which mm-hmm. a lot of people say he doesn't have. So I think he, he's shown he's a multifaceted coach who I think still deserves to stay if he wants to. I, I'm very happy for him to, to stay. 
But at the same time, you could understand if he felt that maybe this was a good time to walk away. Well, one guy who doesn't seem like he's coming back is Karim Benzema. He tweeted today, it sounded like it seemed like he was announcing his retirement from international football at the age of 35. I know some will say, okay, he's fine, he's old, he's 35. But he had just he had come back into this French team. Did this come as a surprise, his retirement, if it is a proper retirement? I don't think so. I mean, uh, to be honest, a lot of people are reading into it that that means Deschamps definitely staying because you have to think that if Zidane was coming in, maybe Benzema would be more likely to to hang around. But um, no, I think you know there's been lots of rumours over the last week or two about how it happened that Benzema left. He wanted to stay with the squad to see if he could get back to full fitness. And Deschamps was thinking maybe it would be a bit disruptive to have him there. Is he fit? Is he not fit? Will other players be thinking he's going to, you know, if he gets fit, will suddenly drop out of the reckoning, that kind of thing. So I think it's kind of sad that after you know, six years of not talking or whatever, they're reunited and then it ends badly again. But I think this will probably be a natural end point for a couple of players. And certainly after the disappointment of just missing out and having to pull out on the eve of the tournament, you can understand why Benzema is thinking of calling it a day. He had his Euro experience last year and the next World Cup, he's going to be 38, 39, I think probably... That feels a little bit too far, so he might as well quit now. But is there any truth to, to some of the suggestions that he had a fallout then with, with, with the coach and that there was even a possibility of him coming back for the final? No, I, th- I think that these rumours about him coming back for the final, I think, were absolute rubbish. I'm not sure where they came from. And I'm not going to say that that was a factor in France losing, but mm. I certainly don't think it helped that that was one of the stories all the way through the week. Um there may well have been a falling out, but I think the falling out came a couple of, well, a month ago when I think, as I said, he he was injured, but I think he wanted to maybe stay in Qatar, um, maybe sensing that it wasn't a really long-term injury, that he, you know, if he, if he remained in Qatar, he could still sort of have the outside chance of coming back if he proved his fitness. And I think Deschamps just didn't want him there as a potentially disruptive force um, while he, you know, while he sort of hung around the squad but was never going to be playing. So I think there probably was a bit of miscommunication and maybe it could have been handled better on all sides. But I don't think it was ever a chance he was going to come back for the final. Okay, great stuff, Jeremy. Thanks for speaking to us then in South Africa. We appreciate uh, your time here. Had luck on the defeat last night. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Jeremy Smith, French football writer.